Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now, don't you forget, there are so many good places in Mississippi for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more and more innovation. That is what is needed in our state's largest economic industries. And today on Good Things, I am joined by Tony Jeff. He is Innovate Mississippi's president and CEO, and they are gearing up for one of their largest events each year. Um, so welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Well, and I look forward to this every year. I say that even though I've never been to the event, just because it, it to me, I get so many good things out of it because you have some of our state's most talented, creative, innovative business thinkers uh, out, you know, sort of going outside of the line kind of thinkers that are just they have a free space to come and at least pitch ideas and get talking. And I just feel like we need more of that. So what's happening next week? Well, so all year long we work with new startups and new technology startups in particular all over the state. And particularly this year there were a lot of Zoom calls, right? So we were connected by Zoom every day. But this is the one time that we bring them all together in person at the Westin next week, the 9th and the 10th. There are going to be a bunch of startups pitching, a bunch of investors talking about what they look for in startups, a lot of those kind of interactions and networking. And then some folks that have been there will be pitching on you know, what they see in terms of how companies can add to their bottom line as they grow or um, be in position to grow really quickly. So it's really just a chance to bring everyone together, and especially this year, we really need that. Instead of more Zoom time, we need more time together and, and have those kind of networking interstitial kind of activities. I would imagine pitching my idea, like in terms of a Shark Tank scenario, is mind-boggling enough or nerve-wracking enough in person. I couldn't imagine trying to do that over Zoom, where you can't get like the feel of like, you know the crowd or sort of really see sort of faces not knowing whether it's going good or you know sort of if it's not so I bet your uh, your inventors who are there to sort of pitch their ideas are super excited to know that it's back in person I liked though the topic that you guys are going to cover there at innovate which is sort of this idea of technology technology being everywhere because often we are a rural state we don't necessarily think about technology having to be in all of our industries that make Mississippi great and but they are in every single one of them. So give us some examples of where y'all are looking for innovation. Well, so we, what we were finding over and over is people think of technology in their phone, but they're not necessarily thinking, they say, well, I'm in construction, I'm not in technology, or I'm in ag, I'm not in technology. But more and more technology literally is in every industry. And so we have some panels set up to talk about that, specifically in ag tech and blue tech, which is any marine-related activity. And there's a lot of leadership going on in that area with the Gulf Blue Initiative the University of Southern Mississippi is doing. But it's really just an opportunity to point out that literally in every industry, technology is revolutionizing those industries. We even have entrepreneurs that are pitching, you know, revolutionizing everything from oil and gas 
to you know flower delivery to all sorts of other pieces. But this panel in particular is going to focus on the privatization of space and how much of a difference that makes. I mean, space is not being just done by governments anymore. A lot of private industry focus on that. And with Stennis Space Center, that is just a tremendous resource we have. With ag tech and uh, all the activity that a lot of that started in Mississippi, you know, precision agriculture and some of those things 25 years ago. Healthcare, which a lot of people know has technology, but is really just evolving so much more with remote patient monitoring, all the data available. And then Blue Tech, as I mentioned, which is for Mississippi one of our unfair advantages. We have this just tremendous opportunity with shallow water, deep water, and river activity all on our Mississippi Gulf Coast. When you said blue, I was trying to piece it together, Tony, and then I was like, <laughs> yes, water. Yes. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. But you know, it, again, I think this is a good conversation because as we think about, you know, our students that are in our lives as they're growing up to, you know, to think about about jobs where we, you know, we, they talk about brain drain or leaving Mississippi. These are all really large opportunities for creatives to be able to itch, you know, scratch those itches in terms of their different tech areas, but then bring them back and sort of make the different industries blossom and bloom in sort of different ways. I mean, you look at agriculture, for instance, you've got a lot of brains who never grew up on a farm who are actually helping farmers do what they do better due to the technology and the innovations. Well, and it, it, a lot of that did start in Mississippi about 25 years ago with what they called precision agriculture, where they would literally try to apply water chemicals in the location where they were needed. But now with hyperspectral imagery, we can tell specifically which areas of the field need exactly that and then place it directly there. And then the automation of things like the pumping system, water systems, all of those, and getting good data yields from that. <clears throat> Excuse me. The um, A lot of the farmers would sort of look at their fields, and this section would be taller than that one. Now they can quantify that difference and then see what they did differently or what the, the situations were differently in each of those areas. So it really is becoming much, much more sophisticated. But, you know, it goes back to with you mentioned the words like startup, business, and tech businesses aren't cheap. It's not like you're just starting a little hobby or a side gig. I mean, this takes like real investment. This takes real sort of forethought, thought through, and then having other people buy into what you're trying to do. And it feels like, Tony, after the last maybe two years, the fact that we're still, you know, we're on the tail end of a pandemic that you may have people reluctant to go all in or to try new things or to take these risks, particularly when things seem so unstable. But then again, on the other end, it feels like people are, are rushing to maybe do things different. How, I mean, they're at Innovate. Did y'all this year, did you have to, you know, scrape for entries or were people still coming to you with your with their ideas? You know, it's a little counterintuitive. Now, in the first couple of months of the pandemic, everyone kind of froze and said, I'm just going to wait and see what's happening. But after that, I think in particular in Mississippi, we have a lot of side hustle kind of companies. I mean, companies that are working something on the side, and they are having to re-examine their main job, re-examine the situation they're in because of the pandemic, and they're jumping in a lot more now with both feet into these startups. So we saw an explosion of companies. We funded more companies in the first six months of this year than we've ever done before. And it's because a lot of those were really interesting companies, but they just weren't ready to commit to them. And now they're thinking they now's the time. You need to go ahead and commit. Well, and also, I guess, as I'm, as I'm talking with you, Tony, and thinking about innovation and just everything that's sort of happened over the last 18 months, it also opened up a lot of gaps in places where things could be done better or sort of differently. I mean, you think about the industries that weren't popular or even present before, you know, 20 
2020, like all the the different ways you can get your groceries, all the different ways now you can, you know, get takeout from a restaurant. And those are only like two places. So with Creative Minds, I guess there's many other opportunities they saw that they could sort of find a niche where maybe there wasn't a niche two years ago. Absolutely. I think they're finding markets that weren't there before. And the other big thing in a state like Mississippi is we have the ability to connect a mentor in Tupelo to a company in Gulfport, and they don't mind that anymore. It used to be difficult. I mean, two years ago, even, companies didn't like having that much Zoom interaction. They just wanted to do everything face-to-face. And now they're much more comfortable with that. So the critical mass issue that we've always struggled with in a very rural, spread-out state, we can connect those folks, again, between Tupelo and Gulfport and make it work. I've heard you say, Tony, connection and funding. So explain kind of what is Innovate uh, Innovate Mississippi's role in all of this. So our main role is we have a coaching connect model to make companies be the most they can be. And then we have set up connections with uh, you know, everyone from prototype shops, accountants, attorneys, and investors, so that whatever their path is, and we help them map out that path, we get them the resources to grow on that path. They almost all, if they're really interesting and have that potential, do need investors at one point. So we spend a lot of time on those investor connections and really set up the investors to be ready to hear these deals when they get ready. And I guess do you have some that come at you with just an idea, and then you watch them sort of flourish, and then some that come that are pretty much just need to be tied into a bow? Yes. And anywhere we, in between? We would rather see them early. Uh, we feel like we don't want anyone to fail, but we tell them all, look, if you're going to fail, fail fast and fail cheap. And, <laughs> and it's really a tragedy when someone comes in, they've already blown a million dollars, and they still aren't any further along. That hurt my uh, heart. <laughs> yes. And so we like to engage them at the idea stage, help them plot that path from the very beginning. But it is absolutely true. There's, there's some companies that come in. And uh, and there are also some big companies who discover something. I mean, a, a company just selling commodity chemicals may accidentally invent something that could be interesting. So there's some existing companies with new kind of spin-out opportunities. Do you all also encourage them to – I mean, I know you said fail cheap or fail early, but not to be afraid of failure? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, there's a whole presentation I'm giving at the, that morning that goes into that uh, piece because – there, there can be no real fear of failure if you're going to be a technology startup. If you did that, you'd never leave the room because it's just way too risky. And we've had great examples of Mississippi companies that did almost everything right, but things just go wrong in technology space. And these startups have to be willing to do that. And you know, we tell them, look, if your second or third or fourth deal makes you half, you know, half a billion dollars, you'll probably be fine. Uh, <laughs> so. I think you definitely will be fine. And we'll be fine continuing this conversation with Tony Jeff. He's the president and the CEO of Innovate Mississippi. More with him up next here on Good Things. the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain with clouds and then some sunshine, high near 59. Tonight, clear skies and cold, low around 41. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 65. And for your Saturday, sunny conditions, high near 68. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Less England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a healthcare journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's this is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. All you got to do is go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. Coming up tomorrow, you can join Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Friday, that is tomorrow, from the grounds of the Museum of Mississippi History and the Civil Rights Museum in downtown Jackson for a celebration of our veterans. There will be free covered parking on North Jefferson Street for you. So join the two museums on Friday, that's tomorrow, as we honor our Mississippi veterans. And then I guess it's next, next week, Tony, 
that Innovate Mississippi is going to welcome entrepreneurs, investors, business mentors, economic developers, universities, you name it. It's all coming from all across the state and I guess maybe beyond to sort of have this think tank or the shark tank sort of experience and all. And I think one thing that draws just the regular Joe like me to shows like Shark Tank, which I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, frills and whistles and, you know, all things that go with that, that that's not it's TV. It's made to be entertainment. It's just this idea that someone has a dream and they have a vision. They think of things differently. They put it to paper. They maybe get a little prototype and then they have the courage to stand up and try to pitch it to those that can obviously back. And, and then, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But that's how we got to where we're at in terms of a society is is innovators. Absolutely. And I think it's an interesting phenomenon when you When you ask an entrepreneur to stand in front of an audience and prepare a pitch where they have to go through all those pieces, a lot of times they get to work in a way that they wouldn't have done. You know, the urgency of knowing they have to stand in front of a crowd and prepare that pitch and do those things. Of course, the big difference is, you know, Shark Tank has to be more interesting TV, so they have to be mean sometimes and all that. We don't really have a, you know, any of our investors or anyone else that would be, you know, be trying for the TV points in terms of that. Because they want you to succeed. You want them to succeed. Absolutely. Right. Genuinely succeed. And so a lot of what we do is really, we're, we're big difference. There are a lot of screening organizations in the world and even lots of other states where they say, you're not ready come back when you're ready. We really can't afford to do that in Mississippi. We have to be a development organization. So you're not ready. Let's work with you for a year or two uh, in order to get you ready. And so that's the fun part about the conferences. Some of these folks who've never met each other as they've been out there working on their ventures all over the state. They get a chance to come together and hear similarities, differences, you know, hear struggles, have those conversations with people they wouldn't have otherwise seen. And especially now as we're coming out of the pandemic, I mean, it has been unbelievable. Uh, we have now, I mean, we're pretty much at capacity. I was asking them that earlier today. There may be a few seats left, but not many at all. And uh, we really, unless we were to find some special way to pull in a sponsor, we're pretty much full, even though there's just a couple spots left. Well, that's for, for definitely people. a good thing. But for me, just knowing that each year this is a successful event, it just means that there are, in all 82 counties, people who are on the ground trying to figure out how to get their dreams and their visions, you know, out and working and being, you know, giving back, paying it forward in terms of being a small business, whatever that may look. And I always love your success stories, and you were sharing with me, too, um, that you've had recently and that's kind of come out of the pandemic and you don't have to go into full detail about about each of them because i'll probably be reaching out to them for good things but but what are some of those well so there's there's a company that i was mentioning here uh, bloombridge is the name of the company they used to be called flowers to the grave and the founder Kristen uh, uh allen's just been wonderful won a pitch competition of ours a couple years ago actually pre-pandemic but during the pandemic got investors has now put this together into bloombridge her company that does a regular delivery of flowers to grave sites. I think they're in 30 states now and can deliver flowers on a periodic basis based upon seasons or particular events, whether that be birth dates of note or holidays, things like that. And then another company that was just highlighted some of the news here recently is company Moonshine that is d- doing alcohol delivery under the Mississippi's unique laws and setting that up in a way that folks can now have alcohol delivered to their homes under certain restrictions. What's the irony that that would be the name of the company so many decades later whenever yes. it was once not legal but happening, but now it's able to be to be done. What and, a cool what a cool sort of full circle yeah, for, Roger, for them. He's going to be pick, pitching that company on Tuesday the 9th. Um, as part of what we do on the 9th is we have you know, 10, 12, 13 companies who pitch eight, 10 minutes each. 
and then get quizzed by the audience on various things. And then we put investors up there, and instead of the investors asking the hard question, the entrepreneurs are asking the investors, hey, how come you don't like deals like this, and a bunch of questions like that, and have other presentations. And then Wednesday, the 10th, is a little bit more of a more normal conference field, uh, breakout sessions, those pieces with a great keynote at lunch. So it's really an opportunity for folks to get involved in a wide variety of ways. Dennis N. Tupelo asked, um, what do you offer certain services or sort of help or mentoring with mom and pop sort of companies? Because I feel like when you use the word 12 companies are coming up, I first go, oh, they're already like established. They've got a staff, an HR team, all that. But the truth is it may only be one or mm. two people and there's really not, you know, it may still be in the basement, um, per se. So so what is the level of sort of um, help there? Well, our niche with Innovate Mississippi, our technology and innovation companies, we do work closely with the small business development centers. And they work a little bit more with more bankable, you know, mom and pop type restaurants, service industry, those types. And we work very closely with them, but mostly not on the same companies. Mostly we will refer a company to SBDC, Small Business Development Centers, if that's the right fit for them. Or if it's a the, ty- the kind of company that gets laughed out of banks, those technology and innovation companies, and that's who we work with. So this seems like a, the perfect time more than ever to sort of think, bring back your vision, bring back your ideas. I can't tell you how many times people, you know, you walk through a store and you look at something and you go, oh, I thought of that like 10 years ago, but someone actually decided to, you know, take that first step. So if they're at that point of just, I don't know what the first step is. You mentioned the Small Business uh, Association. Development centers. Development centers. Do they start there, Tony? Like, where can we get our creative juices going or just at least get some more questions answered if we've just carried something around with us for a long time? Well, they can contact us through our website, Innovate.ms, and if it is not a technology innovation fit for us, we will get them to the right SBDC counselor. But the SBDC centers, if they already know they're going to be a restaurant, a service, industry, something like a mom-and-pop type thing. The Small Business Development Centers do have a website, and they're Mississippi Small Business Development Centers. Just Google that, uh, and uh, you can find them. And we work closely together, so if they get one accidentally of ours, we'll trade off and, and do that. But it is important, that's, as we mentioned a minute ago, the pandemic has caused people to reassess that idea that they've had they've never worked on. And to get to work on it. So there's really no the, – the real tragedy of those is when you have that idea and you do look up two years later and someone big is doing it, and you're thinking, gosh, I could have been I could have been the one doing that instead of Apple or whoever. Tony, how did you get into innovation, technology, yeah. this role? What, what inspired you to get – because it feels like you're sort of in the mix of helping people. You know, how did you get to where you're at? Well, that's a great story. I had a startup when I was in Chicago. I grew up in Mississippi, but had been with uh, up in school, in grad school in Chicago, and had a startup. And when I came back, I told them, I'm going to find a startup. I'll be gone in a year. Just know. I mean, just know that. And then it was so much more fun to work with two new startups a week or so and to see those companies grow up, the Baumgars and SmartSyncs and those companies that we worked with when I first came back to Mississippi. And so that's just been so much better. I, I found that I just enjoy that so much better to watch these companies grow up and succeed and see them employing large numbers of people and raising a whole lot of money. Um, 
rather than me doing it myself. And then I was a single wanted want to be entrepreneur again at that age now with, with the kids and soccer coach and everything else. I'm probably not the ideal candidate to be that entrepreneur again. But it's been fun to watch them all grow up like that. I heard you say you want to see them succeed, Tony. And I feel like that's also something a small business owner or someone a creative listening to good things needs to hear is that there are resources across the state that want you to succeed that are out there to help you take it to the next level or think things through or like don't throw in the towel don't not get started you know if you or don't take that next step because there are all the resources or maybe not all the resources but there are people who know how out there you just have to be able to take the step to connect with them because sometimes I feel like you just get your hands tied or you get so busy running your business that you don't you need somebody to help you think about could it be done differently better next level all the things there really are amazing amounts of resources Secretary of State's office has the all business website where you can get tons of data about customers traffic patterns all those things i think people just need to to start by reaching out realize what kind of problems they have and maybe work with a counselor at small business development center or innovate mississippi to help them identify those problems that we can overcome now you mentioned that maybe it was sold out which is a good thing you know not quite not quite Uh, you know that's not necessarily to push uh, the conference won't be for everybody but if there if there is someone listening that would like to know if there's a seat left how do they do that so innovate.ms our website is the easiest way it will link to the Accelerate website registration. Uh, they're telling me that they think some of the larger companies won't send all their delegates simply because of their COVID protocols and the like, and that there will be seats that are available even if sold. So we think that's probably the best way to do it. And frankly, if you could show up at the West End next uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I think you'd be shocked you're in Mississippi. I think you're going to look at these startups and you go, wow, this is you know the same you'd see anywhere else in the world in terms of startup activity. Well, I think whether you're an innovator or not, because I'm not really out here making <laughs> new technologies, but I get inspired by the stories, so I can't wait to see what comes out of this year's little Shark Tank thing with Innovate Mississippi and beyond, because to me, I think that's all good. It's it's all things we should be prideful for that's being developed right here in our great state. Absolutely. We hope we see everybody next week. All righty, Tony. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you. All righty, stick with us. we got more good things for you coming up next. Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? 
If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pilium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pilium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Jersey Mike's on Highway 51 in Madison. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today. 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. It's been six months since an officer-involved shooting that led to the death of a multiple murder suspect and his three-month-old child. Eric Smith killed his ex-girlfriend and her nephew in Louisiana, then fled into South Mississippi on I-10 with the baby, Lamello Parker, in his car. Several law enforcement agencies were able to bring his vehicle to a stop. Within minutes, there was a shootout. Several groups are demanding answers, but Gulfport Police Chief Chris Ryle stressed that this is still an active investigation and all evidence is in possession of the Biloxi PD. Anytime a life is lost, especially a child, it's tragic. 185,000 students across our state will receive pandemic EBT benefits because they were eligible for free or reduced lunch, but attended a school that either ended up on a hybrid or virtual schedule for at least a month during the 2020 to 2021 school year. To take a look at the amount of benefits your child might receive, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we feature singer-songwriter Don Bryant for an evening of songs and behind-the-scenes stories as part of the Words and Music, a songwriter series moderated by Scott Bomar. This feature of Don Bryant will be held at Grammy Museum Mississippi on November 15th at 7 p.m. 
Tickets are $20. To purchase tickets and or to learn more about upcoming events and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. From the coast to the Delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. things to do in Mississippi, plenty of unique places to visit and events to take part of. All you got to do is go to visitmississippi.org to learn a little more. And if you want more football, apparently we can get it tonight and tomorrow night when it comes to high school football. It is still in full swing, swing, <laughs> swing and many of you are getting ready to maybe head out uh, to the football field tonight or maybe even tomorrow night. But coming up tomorrow, don't forget Super Talk has you covered when it comes to high school football. At 6 p.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, you can catch the scoreboard preview show at 6 or you can catch the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m. coming up tomorrow night. But that shouldn't be or. That should be and or. You can get it anywhere you listen to Supertalk. So you can stream it over at supertalk.fm slash high school. You can download the Supertalk uh, Mississippi app and click the sports button and all the good things. So joining me now, too, here on the show is Ms. Carla Ty. She's the executive director of Children's Advocacy Centers of Mississippi, and they're up to some good as well. So, hey, Carla. Hello. Thanks for having me back. It's good to have you. It's always fun to hear that you guys are growing and getting the word out and getting more resources to those that need it, which is exactly what the Children's Advocacy Center is all about. But if we've never heard of CACM before, Carla, how do you describe what it is that you guys do? Sure. We are a membership organization of 12 nonprofits around the state, and we respond to cases of felony-level child abuse. So we, whenever there's a, a case or an allegation that's been a report that's been made to either Child Protective Services or law enforcement, then they will refer that child to, the, to one of our centers, one of our 12 centers around the state. And the child will then come to our doors and have a forensic interview so that we have someone who knows how to talk to a child about an abuse allegation, um, talk to them in a way that's developmentally appropriate and very common form so we make sure they're not um, re-traumatizing the child when asking them the questions about this um, event that may have happened to them. Which I can definitely... And they are there to provide... Oh, nope, sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. Nope, you go right ahead. 
And then they are there to provide family advocacy and um, help the the family link up with appropriate resources. They can get them in for forensic medical exams, mental health services, um, as well as help them prepare for the day that they need to go to court. So our child advocacy centers are just really there to help them from very be- the very beginning to the very end of um, this event that may have happened in their life. You can definitely tell that that's some good things that you guys are doing and that it takes a lot of moving parts or there are a lot of moving parts to, you know, a critical case like that. And that's why it's good to have everyone come together every now and then, share best, best practices, figure out what's, you know, new or trending in terms of how to better help families, and y'all do that through your One Loud Voice conference, correct? That is correct. So that's one of our main roles at the at our at the Children's Advocacy Centers of Mississippi is that we want to make sure that we have really well trained um, professionals around the state. And so we um, have this conference annually, and it's coming up uh, next week on um, Tuesday, November 9th and Wednesday, November 10th. And although we always love to be together in person this year we're having it virtually just to be safe Um, and then hopefully we'll be back in person again next year and we have a great lineup of speakers you've had over 600 participants virtually that's one heck of a zoom call it, we have had um, an amazing turnout the last couple of years. Um, we were virtually last year, and we'll be virtually again this year. But it is we have such a great lineup of speakers that um, we have um, folks that just come back year after year to, to participate. So who and would we'll be? We'll have um, participants from law enforcement, prosecutors, uh, mental health providers, medical providers, um, child advocacy staff. So anybody that um, is interacting with children um, in a professional setting is welcome to come. We we end up with a lot of um, individuals from from schools and colleges and universities. Um, if you want to learn more about child abuse and um, the impact of abuse, this is um, a conference to really learn about that. Is that um, also? In- CEUs available? There are. There are social work credits, there are continuing legal education credits, guardian litem credits, and law enforcement credits. And then how does Sarah Thomas fit into this, uh, Carla? Because I think that's a name that gets everybody excited here in Mississippi. It does. And, you know, after having um, such heavy, a heavy last couple of years with the pandemic, we just really wanted an inspirational speaker. And um, Sarah Thomas, um, as the first NFL um, female referee, um, is going to offer that for us. And so um, she is an inspirational leader that has really achieved a remarkable string of accomplishments. And I think her leadership um, is something that we can all learn from. And you think about Um, She has just really faced um, a lot of adversity to get to where she is, and I think her story is something that we can all learn from. Um, She's just had an amazing uh, career, and she's going to be a dynamic speaker. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a great event. So, Carla, where can people go if they want to register? So then go to our website at childadvocacyms.org, and it'll be on our events page. And the conference is $170, and we look forward to seeing everybody there next week. All righty, Carla. Well, y'all keep on keeping on, and I appreciate all the good work that you are doing and look forward to having you back in the studio. Thank you very much. 
All righty. So many good things and events going on all around us. I just love it whenever it just feels like we've got boots on the ground taking care of sometimes some tough topics, sometimes some fun topics, and helping Mississippians any way that they can. And one way we try to help you is just by brightening your day, not only here on Good Things, but also on the Good Things uh, Facebook group. And I thought about all of you last night. And I thought, you know, there's a lot of us that are just tired. Sometimes you're just too tired to see straight. And when I tried to put my air fryer in the refrigerator and it wouldn't fit, like legit, I didn't just take it to the refrigerator to try to, you know, put it away and then realize, oh, this is the refrigerator. I had it on my hip. I opened the door (laughs) and I tried to, like, put my air fryer in the refrigerator to put it as putting it up last night and realize, whoa, Mama could use a couple more hours of sleep. And I got so tickled, and I got caught by my oldest, who got tickled. Mama, that doesn't go there. No kidding. (laughs) I thought it would be fun for you to tell us that you're tired without actually telling us that you're tired. One of those fun little sort of play on words. Rhino, I didn't see you participate in this one. So are you well-rested? Kind of. I mean, I'm I'm still trying to catch up on sleep from staying up and watching World Series because I still can't quite figure I mean I understand you want it in prime time but baseball's a long game no matter how much they speed it up so why did, why do you start it that late if it's going to go till that late but yeah I I actually I was not in bed when you posted this because that would have been way too early that was before 8 but I didn't see this till in the morning so you did get your sleep. I did get some sleep. You did get your uh, get your sleep last night. Ren says, I was looking for my phone earlier. It was in my hand. I think we've all done that. I've and, and, you know, some of this is just brain fog. Some of this is just multitasking. And then some of it is, you know, just by the end of the day, you are just tired and you can't see straight and you're just sort of trying to, to and that's when sort of silly things end up um, happening. Kaylee says, I was putting my groceries away and the chips went into the fridge. Not that I'm tired. I just don't function well on all cylinders by the end of the day. I've, I've done that as well. You go, you, you have a handful of things. You're trying to put things up and you just put them sort of in their wrong way mine usually involves clothing like I'll, I'll get to a certain point of getting ready and realize this is not right at all or i have had this happen a couple times now where i've made it out the door and to the car and realized i'm wearing house shoes I forgot to put on real shoes. That's real life, too. I have done that as well. And someone asks, are you blonde, Rebecca, or tired? And I would respond, I am both. (laughs) (laughs) I am am both. I mean, you know, I think we all can sort of feel that, at least when you're pushing towards the end of the week. Jan says, my toothbrush is just too heavy. That is true when you're super tired and you go to brush your teeth, which you still should do. Sometimes it can feel like it's just this weighted thing that just has to sort of happen. Someone else said, I was with all five kids all day long. Yes. Yes, Mama. You are definitely, uh, definitely tired. If you've got a way you can tell us that maybe you're a little more uh, tired than you normally are without necessarily telling us, you can definitely let us know. Someone said, I was trying to unlock my office door and my truck horn kept blowing because I was clicking my key. Oh, gosh, I appreciate that. One of my favorites, and I wasn't tired. This is more of a blonde moment, I guess you could could say, is I was on a normal phone, like a landline. It was way back several years ago, and I was going through the automated 
responses on the other end. And I kept hitting, I was sitting at my office, kept hitting one, and it kept taking me back to the first. And I kept hitting one, and I started to get like physically angry, like my blood pressure was going. I was like, this thing is broken. And I looked down, and I was hitting the one on my keyboard to my desktop, not on the conference line on the telephone. So I was hitting one. <laughs> I was just hitting the wrong one, literally and figuratively. And I cracked up. I got so tickled <laughs> at myself and then realized what I did when I finally got a human on the other line. I had to tell her the whole story before I could ever get to the point of what I needed from the operator <laughs> on line one. Sometimes you just need a little bit of extra sleep. That's definitely a good thing. Stick with us. More for you up next. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 236 to 116.46. March cotton was down 253 to 112.91. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade January soybeans were down 21 and a half to 12.22 and three quarters per bushel. March soybeans were down 21 cents to 12.34 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was down four and three quarters to 5.59 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was down four and a half to 5.67 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, December live cattle was down 102 to 130.62. February live cattle was down 80 to 135.80. January feeders down 105 to 158.17. March feeders down 82 to 159.32. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 153 points, 36,003. 
I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Where has Pioneer corn seed development taken me today? Well, first of all, it's not day, it's night. I'm here in Lynn County, Iowa. It's late July. It's humid. The wind is picking up and I can see lightning strikes on the horizon right now. Pioneer uses this plot to test its corn hybrids for standability. Local testing is one of the reasons Pioneer has seen improved root scores year after year. This is one of hundreds of fields across the country where Pioneer tests corn hybrids in all sorts of stresses, all to get to the strongest one hundredth of one percent of hybrids that make it into a Pioneer bag. A test plot in Lynn County, another place that makes Pioneer Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. So... delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. You can get more good things. We're in several different places. Obviously, you can stream us live over at supertalk.fm, but if you want to listen back to one of the shows or maybe you don't want to miss an episode, you can get us in podcast form wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. While you're there subscribing to Good Things, you can also subscribe to The Gala Show, Midday Sports Talk coming up, and all the other sports-specific shows. And then, two, don't forget we have a YouTube channel where you can go back and kind of get snippets or bite-sized pieces of the best interviews throughout the day here on Superdonk, including Good Things. Rhino does a great job of clipping some of the most fun that we have here on Good Things on a daily basis. And if you like a video, give us a thumbs up or even a share. That would be uh, great as well. And as always, we'd love for you to join us over on the Good Things Facebook group. We have a lot of fun answering silly questions or at least rallying around some of the best headlines in our state. And I had just posted, um, I think this morning, where I saw a Mississippi student talking about innovation earlier. This kid's going somewhere. Mr. Leo, he is 16, and he took the, and I'm trying to see, it's the psychology exam, AP exam. Yeah, AP psych. The AP psych exam. Of course, there it goes, the AP psych exam. And he made a perfect score. And just to tell you how hard that is, he is only one of six, not in Mississippi, not in the United States, on the entire planet to make a perfect score um, on his AP psych uh, test. So, and I was trying to go through and find an example of some of the questions, and they're like long paragraphs, and then you have to sort of think through, and then you get, you know, an A through whatever, um, A through E answer, and they're all right, but there's one that's like, most right and so it's that kind of wizardry that they do to you in school these days. The worst kind of test. The worst kind of test. The kind that would make you... Choose the most correct answer. answer, Right. I hate you. (laughs) 
That's my answer. That's my answer. Well, he, I guess, you know, figured out either the formula or the way they wanted you to think. One of the two. I don't know. But um, kudos to him. And so to know that there's only five other people, including you in the world, that made uh, that aced it. I think it scores one out of five is the way that the score. I think the mean is usually like a 3.5. I think it is is the average. Of course, you have all kinds of things that, you know, um, that go into that to making that average. Um, so for him to walk away with a perfect uh, five is pretty cool. Um, I would love to know if he guessed on some of them, you know, and, and if he just got them right. Because, you know, so many of your students right now, high school students, are, are been taking the ACT. This is ACT um, time of the year. And you may take it several times to sort of get that one more point for that one more scholarship or whatever it may be. And so you know what the, how hard this is, is. And you know if you go through some of those prep tests or um programs or whatever it may be i mean they teach you how to best guess because there's going to be some you never leave one blank no never leave it blank i mean it's multiple choice i mean throw a dart at it or something close your eyes and just pick one come up with a song or a rhythm on how to sort of sort of do it but never just don't answer and so i would be curious if i could if i could talk to him to be like come on now did you just did you just close your eyes and mark C on some of them and they just happened to be right? Or were you confident in all of your all of your answers? I'm going to take a guess that you were pretty good at standardized tests, Rano. Oh, yeah. That was uh, one of the few things in school that I was good at and enjoyed. I was good at many things in school that I didn't really like, such as math. I was good at math. I didn't like math class because math class always had homework. And I felt like if I got it at, in class, why am I doing this at home, too? Well, that's some good logic there. That's what smart people would say. That's exactly what smart people would say. Um, so I'm not – surprise, surprise, we're opposites. We're <laughs> so I, I excel in other, in other ways in school, obviously. I was a good student. But standardized tests freak me out, when you, especially when there's one – when you're, like, you're telling me, like, Three of them are right, but there's like a most right. That's like trying to pick out your favorite kid. It depends on the day. I love them all, but I'm going to like you more today than I liked her yesterday. And then it's going to be vice versa on the next day. But they're all right. They're all my kids. And so I don't think that's fair. <laughs> I have a very right or wrong kind of when it comes to or give me the opportunity to write out to you why I feel the way that I do. Let me make my case for the way that I think it should be answered. And they don't do that. No. They don't do that. Because, I mean, could you imagine if you were having to, like, who's going to grade that? They want to run it through and the little And you're now thing. 38 years old, and you finally got your <laughs> ACT score back. You scored a 17. Oh, well, that'll get you in college. So so there you go. But kudos to him. That's pretty cool. One, in, one of six on the planet uh, scored a perfect five. Congratulations. Alrighty, stick with us. You got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow here at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
Mississippi Media Production.